welcome to Episode 9 of Better. Hey everyone, I'm April. Hope you're having a great day so far. You know, here in Dallas, it is a bright, sunshiny day. It's beginning to look like spring. It feels so good outside. I think my daughter's going to lay out by the pool today. It is kind of hot here in Dallas. Hope you're having great weather wherever you're listening from. Hey, if you're listening for the first time today, welcome to the podcast. I appreciate you taking your time out to to listen. And all of you who have subscribed and uh, given me comments, thank you so much. I really, really do appreciate it. You know, one thing I love about doing this podcast is it actually inspires me to do better. I love what Maya Angelou said. She said, do the best you can until you know better. (laughs) Then when you know better, do better. That's exactly how I feel. You know, we can all do better in this thing called life. And you know, we really should be different today than we were yesterday. Because that means we're growing and hopefully it means we're growing for the better. Today, I want to follow along the same path as I have for the last two weeks. Episode 7, I talked about quit blaming others. Uh, Last week in episode 8, I I talked about stopping the cycle of worrying. If you have not listened to that and you have a tendency to worry, you need to go listen to episode 8. I think it'll do you good. This week, I want to talk to you about something else that we need to stop. And that's this. We need to stop focusing on our mistakes and our failures. Do you know that there's nothing in this world we can do to change our past? We can't go back and make a different decision. We just can't. But we can make effort today to focus on today and work toward making a better future. So often people get stuck. They get stuck in a moment, a moment where they made a bad decision, a moment where they messed up in life, a a moment that may have cost them a relationship, a marriage, a business, or maybe even a promotion. The fact is this, folks, we all fail. We all mess up. We've all made mistakes. Listen, I made plenty of mistakes in my life. And it's our choice whether we move past the mistake or we carry it on and we live there. We camp out there in our mistake. And you know, we all know someone who is still beating themselves up from the past. We know it because they talk about it, they relive it, they quote it verbatim, and they're still troubled over it. You can see it in their eyes. Maybe that hits home to some of you listening today because you can identify with that person. You might be the one who is still reliving or living in regret, wishing you could go back and change things. Maybe you just can't seem to get past the past. There's the greatest scripture, 1 John 1, 9. It says this, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Man, that is so good. See, if we repent, God forgives. And not only that, Psalm 103 says this, He has removed our sins as far as the east is from the west. I mean, how great is that? See, once we make our lives right before God, He is faithful to forgive us, and He will never, ever, ever again bring up your mistake. Man, that is so good. I'm going to say it again. He will never, ever, ever ever again, bring up your mistake. So here's a piece of advice. Stop reminding God of what he has already forgotten. See, you are not your mistakes. Your mistakes don't define you. God defines who you are. And listen, folks, I have great news for you. God doesn't pick people the way people pick people. Ooh, say that 10 times fast. (laughs) 
God uses perfectly imperfect people, and I'm so glad because that means he can use me. Think about who he used in in the Bible days. Noah. Sure, he built a great ark, but Noah was a drunk. (laughs) Jacob was a liar. Joseph was abused. Moses was a stutterer. Gideon was afraid. Samson was a womanizer. Rahab was a hooker. Esther was an orphan. David was an adulterer. Elijah was suicidal. Naomi was a widow. Mary was a teenager. Job went bankrupt. Y'all, John the Baptist, he ate bugs. Yuck. Martha was a worrier. Zacchaeus was too small. Jeremiah was too young. Abraham was too old. Paul was too religious. And Lazarus was too dead. (laughs) Those are imperfect people. What that tells me, if God used them, then God can use you and God can use me. You are not disqualified. What am I saying? There is life after your mistakes. There is life after your failures. But listen, if you haven't forgiven yourself, that's what you need to do today. Forgiving yourself is as important as forgiving others. You know why? Guilt is toxic. Guilt is reliving the mistake over and over again. You have to forgive yourself so you can move forward in life. And then once you've forgiven yourself, stop thinking that because you failed God, that God's plan for your life is lesser than it was before. Oh, God couldn't use me like others. I've been in prison. I've been divorced. I've been an addict. The list goes on and on and on. Several years ago, my daughter Ariella Ariella and I went to the store to buy some gift wrapped and uh, wrapping paper for Christmas. You know, I have to kind of buy a lot because I have a lot of people to buy presents for in my family. So we went to this new store by our house, and she kind of got on one side of the basket, I got on the other, and we started putting in bags and wrapping paper and ribbon and all that kind of stuff. And as I was putting these bags in, I would kind of glance around for the price on the bags, and I couldn't find anything. Finally, my daughter looked over at me, and she said, I can't find the prices on any of these things. And I said, I can't either. We looked and looked and looked, and finally I thought, this is the craziest thing. This is going to cost me a fortune. We were filling up our basket, and I thought, I'm going to go ask the the person that works here. So I went, I was just about to go over to ask the person, and you know what I did? I looked up. (laughs) All around the top part of that store, you know what it said? Everything is a dollar. (laughs) Y'all, we were at the dollar store. We had never been there before. I didn't know that's actually what it meant, that everything was really a dollar, And we looked at each other like, you have got to be kidding. (laughs) And we started looking at the bags and we actually pulled the bags up. And like a little bag, we said, well, this is probably a dollar. And then we pulled up a bigger bag and we just actually said this, this can't be a dollar. This has to be more. See how our minds worked? We thought because it was bigger, (laughs) it had to be more. There's no way all of these things could only be a dollar. It made sense in our minds. (laughs) I say that because of this. Folks, how many times do we do that with the promises of God? God, I know you said this in your word, but man, that promise couldn't possibly be for me because of all I've done. See, we kind of tell God what we think we deserve according to our mind and our thoughts. God, I know you used to have a great plan for my life, but now I understand if it's less because I'm so flawed. (laughs) Listen, folks. This is a wake-up call. Your mistakes have not disqualified you. Stop picking and choosing what scripture you think might belong to you because of what you think you deserve. 
God doesn't work the way men works. His love is unconditional. He loves you despite your mistakes. He has a great plan for you despite how bad you may have failed. All of God's promises are for you. All of them. Even with your imperfections. Even with your flaws. Even with your mistakes. And you know what? He's not looking for your perfection. He's not looking for someone who has it all figured out. Thank the Lord for that. He's not looking for someone with a perfect past. He's looking at you. And you know what? In God's eyes, you're a keeper. If God had a refrigerator, your picture would be up on it, right? (laughs) Your mistakes don't define you. You are still his first choice. You are a blessing and not a burden. Let me say that one again. Some people may have told you you are a burden. Listen, in God's eyes, you are not a burden. You are a blessing. My dad used to tell a story about this donkey and farmer, and I'm going to tell it right now to you. This farmer had a a donkey, and they had been together for for just years and years and years, and they were close. They were like a a man and his dog. This donkey went everywhere with the farmer on his ranch. One day, the farmer went out early on the other side of the ranch by himself. All of a sudden, he heard this horrendous screaming, and he quickly came in to figure out what the screaming was, and he finally realized his dear, beloved donkey had fallen into a dry well. Man, he went around to figure out how he could pull that donkey out, and he realized he had nothing to get the donkey out of the well, and he felt so bad, and his heart was so saddened, and he thought, I can't let my my donkey sit there and cry like this any longer, so... He had to make the hard decision that he was, was going to relieve the donkey of his, of his misery. So he took a shovel, and he began to shovel down dirt on the donkey. When that dirt hit the donkey's back, that donkey squealed and cried all the more. But after a while, after, after a long while, the donkey stopped squealing and stopped crying. Because this is what the donkey did. Every time that donkey had dirt come on his back, you know what he did? He shook it off. And every time he shook it off, it made the ground he was standing on get a little bit higher. After hours of the farmer shoveling down dirt on that donkey, you know what the donkey did? He stepped out of the well and he licked his master's face, so happy to be safe and secure again. Now listen, what seemed like total defeat actually turned out to benefit the donkey, all because of the way he handled it. See, folks, you may feel buried in life because of things you feel have disqualified you, almost as if the ceiling is caving in on you. Let me encourage you to shake off the dirt. Shake off whatever is holding you back. Shake off those feelings of failure and inadequacy. Shake it off and stop allowing your mistake to to define you. It was a moment. Don't make it a monument. Use your mistakes as stepping stones to take you to a better place mentally and spiritually, and use it as a stepping stone toward your God-given destiny. Ephesians 3.20 says, God can do anything you know, far more than you could ever ask or imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. Listen, God has amazing things for your future. So here's my encouragement to you today. Don't shrink back into failure. Don't get stuck in a moment. Stop disqualifying yourself. Don't allow anyone to hold you to what God has already freed you from. Let it go. Shake it off. And then get your fire back. Get your faith back. Get your want to back. 
Don't ever give the past power to define your future. And remember this, no matter how dark your past might be, your future is bright. Bright.